0: Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode five in our Busting Parenting Myths series of podcasts. I am so excited to bring you this fifth and final episode in this series because this is an issue that I see coming up time and time again for parents and for children, and it's a really, really interesting one and a really, really powerful one to crack in terms of being able to navigate through life much more smoothly. And the myth and the myth is that what works for them will work for me, otherwise known as a disease of the mind that I like to call comparisonitis. Now, you will have heard about this before, but comparisonitis is this mode that we get into of feeling like we have to constantly compare ourselves to others and for some of us that we're constantly comparing our children to others too. We all do this whether consciously or subconsciously and it can be really hard to catch yourself out but the problem with comparisonitis is that if we're always thinking about our own experience and our own kids experience through the lens of what someone else is doing it can be really really damaging for us it can damage our own confidence and it can damage the confidence of our kids and of course inside that there's an assumption that what they're doing is right and what you're doing is wrong and so comparisonitis is something that i see so many families face both parents and carers and children and it's something that i'm constantly coaching the people that we have in our families' programmes to work through. And it is one of those dynamics that you need to be constantly looking out for because it will crop up time and time again. But the worst place that it crops up is when we choose to follow comparisonitis rather than our instinct. Because there's one thing that I know for sure, if you're a parent or a carer, there is nobody who is more of an expert in your child than you. You are the expert in your own child. And the problem with comparisonitis is that sometimes it forces us to take a path or to adopt an approach or to think about an issue in a different way to the way that our gut feeling is telling us. Because we're comparing ourselves, and we're making this assumption that what worked for them is gonna work for us. And the truth is, the majority of the time, your gut feeling about the right way to approach something with your child will be right 99.999 percent of the child what you think is the right approach for your child will be the right one and 99.999 percent of the time following what someone else is doing for whatever reason just won't be the right approach and we do this all of the time let's take the example of conversations at the school gate somebody might say oh it's really lovely to see little lily she seems really happy and confident And the mum might say, oh, she started dance and it's brought her out of herself. She's so confident, she loves it. She's made loads of friends. And you think, that's what I need to do for my daughter because she's really shy. I'm gonna sign her up for dance. The problem is your daughter hates dance. It's literally her worst nightmare to be on a stage in front of people. It's literally her worst nightmare to dance. She doesn't even enjoy dance, but you push her into it. Because you say well it worked for that little girl look how much more confident she is right you've used comparisonitis or you've let comparisonitis take over your own judgment about what might be best for your child and then you've ended up doing something that just doesn't work and in fact backfires and, and goes the other way the other example of this is bedtime routines and I see this all of the time parents say oh my friend said that their child goes to bed so much easier if they listen to an audiobook at nighttime. But the truth is audiobooks for many kids are actually really stimulating. They get the brain activated again because they're listening to the story, they're thinking about the story. So for some children, that will make them more active at bedtime, not more calm and so on and so on and so on. And so if we don't have the ability to take a step back and think about what's best for my child, we might fall into this trap of what works for them is gonna work for me. And so what I really want to encourage you to do is to have the confidence to believe in your own strengths as a parent, to believe in your own gut instinct as a parent and to do what feels right for you. Now, if you are struggling for strategies or you are struggling for approaches, or maybe you've got a child who's lacking confidence or lacking resilience and you want to do some work around that, I really, really, really passionately invite you to do that work but to do it with trusted sources so not to believe what Jane down the road says happened to work for her child but to understand the science and understand what actually works based on research based on psychological techniques that are proven and there's a whole world out there of resources that you can access to do that my podcast which you're on now there's a ton of episodes that's going to give you really good free content My book, My Happy Mind, is a really fabulous place to start in terms of learning the science that works when it comes to building resilience, self-esteem and happiness. And of course, there's a million other books on the topic too, but obviously I was going to mention mine. But the point here is, rather than just feeling like your only option is to do what the person down the road does or do what someone's told you has worked for them, do the research, learn the strategies, because when you open your mind up to the science and you learn what actually works, you will instinctively know which of those strategies are gonna work best for your child. So whatever you do, if you need help, which so often we do, and I teach this stuff and I still need help sometimes, make sure you go to a trusted source to learn what's gonna work. And don't let comparisonitis take over because the truth is what works for them won't necessarily work for you. I really hope you've enjoyed this series of podcast episodes. Do check out the previous ones if you've started here and let me know what you think. I'll be back really soon with more free content to help you navigate your parenting journey. Take care and all the best. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below and I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget, you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.